eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going to happen tonight? What's going to happen? We're going to whoop their Have you got drama yet? What's up, y'all? Welcome on into the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. As you can tell by the truncated version of this intro, we've got another breaking news edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Let's go across town to that home daycare center, find the one and the only Ryan Callahan who could hopefully be so kind as to tell us why we are having yet another breaking news edition of this Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Well, Wes, for the second time in the past few weeks, Tennessee has made an early addition to its 2024 recruiting class. They've had a bunch of 2023 commitments this month as well, uh, but this uh, this time adding 2024 defensive lineman Carson Gentle of Macaulay School in Chattanooga, uh, getting an early in-state commitment to get that class uh, started, along with obviously the big-time commitment that they landed earlier this month, five-star athlete Jonathan Eccles from IMG Academy. Uh, nice pickup in state. This is a guy we've gotten to see uh, at Tennessee's camps each of the past two years. Uh, he earned an early offer from Tennessee more than a year ago, went, went to actually the, one of their very first camps on June 1st of last year, got that offer about uh, six days later, and then went to another camp at Tennessee later that month uh, just to get another chance to work with the coaches and uh, spend more time there came back for a game last season and, and then was back uh, at, at Tennessee last month for another camp where he, he really impressed uh, Tennessee's coaches with sort of his growth and development, even since they offered him last year, um, had a, had a pretty strong sophomore season at Macaulay, uh, but just the way he has grown since then adding about 20, 25 pounds since the end of his sophomore season, he's up around uh, a little over 240 right now uh, in the six, two and a half to six, three range. So uh, good size, good bloodlines. And we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Both of his brothers are are college players. His dad played uh, at the college level at middle Tennessee. So, uh, so you like that about him Uh, a a lot to like about this pickup. And he obviously comes from a good program there at Macaulay uh, coached by Ralph Potter, a guy who's won a a lot of games and a lot of championships over the years. Um, So, uh, so a nice pickup here for Tennessee in state to kind of get things started in that 2024 class and give them two early commitments as they continue to, you know, build this 2023 class to have two early commitments for the 2024 class. Obviously, a, a pretty good sign there for Tennessee. Uh, in addition to that, yeah, and obviously at, at 6'3", 241, uh, Carson Gentle will will need to continue growing a little bit, but he will. Uh, he is he is a young guy. 
Um, interesting, perhaps positional future. Maybe we could talk about that in a minute. Um, but I, I think it's interesting to, to start right, just go right off the top here and go uh, with Tennessee, you know, doing well again in Chattanooga. It's not that area has not produced a, a, a huge number of, 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 you know, power five level prospects lately. Um, but when it does, uh, a majority of those kids seem to always go to Tennessee, don't they? They, they've had a pretty good batting average there. Now, there, there have been some misses, too. I mean, obviously, Jay Hardy a couple of years ago oh, comes yeah, to mind. Yeah. Another another Macaulay standout that, that went to Auburn. So it uh, doesn't always work out, but certainly I think they've had a, a, a better batting average there in recent years than, than, they, than they've had uh, in the Nashville area where it's, there's just a lot of competition. Uh, you don't you probably don't have quite as many, you know, dyed in the wool Tennessee fans in middle Tennessee as you do in Chattanooga where, you know, everyone's only 90 minutes away or so from, from Knoxville and, and maybe grows up going to games in a lot more cases. Uh, that's certainly the case with, with, with Carson general. This is a kid who grew up liking Tennessee, wanting to play at Tennessee. So getting that offer for him, he admitted, you know, more than a year ago was a, was a dream for him. And what uh, was really excited about that one and, and just, you know, didn't want to pass up the chance uh, to play at Tennessee. And, you know, I, I, th- those are the types of kids who often give you these early commitments, the ones who, who know they want to be at a school like that. You know, Aiden Bustle earlier this year comes to mind, obviously uh, committing back before National Sign Day in late January. Um, you know, the offensive lineman from Mount Juliet, those types of guys, you, you want to get those guys in your class early, let them kind of be the foundation. Um, so so not, not necessarily a surprise to me that it, that it came together this early, but I think uh, certainly the way he performed at that camp he went to last month, I think improved his stock on, on Tennessee's board and really, really solidified his status as a guy that they wanted. I think they were really impressed by the way he's grown since last year. And, and they, they, it really made him one of the guys they, they wanted for sure in this 2024 class. Um, because he, he, you know, again, he's, he's much more, I, I was really impressed by what we saw from him uh, at, at that camp because physically he's, He's he's added quite a bit of uh, of weight and just just looks a this a very different looking kid compared to obviously going into his sophomore year and that's a big year for development but still to to see him in the jump he's already made um, with two years of high school left I think is pretty encouraging and, and Tennessee clearly liked that and it made it clear to him since that camp that they wanted him and that they would be willing to take him anytime he wanted to jump in and he's like hey that I hadn't really thought about an early commitment but that sounds pretty good so. Uh, let's go ahead and knock this out. No reason to wait any longer. So, uh, yeah, I think it's big to get those guys in the class early when you can have a chance to do that. And these are the types of guys you want kind of representing the program out, out there and trying to recruit other guys to, to join you ideally. Yeah, and it's not as if Tennessee was was the only school out there that it offered him. I, I mean, you're looking into kid who already had some other SEC offers as well. Uh, obviously, Harvard jumped in there because his two older brothers uh, played at Harvard. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's clearly the, so there's a connection there. Uh, and any time that you could get an education to play at, at that school, I mean, that, that's something that's hard to sort of say no to uh, in some ways. Um, but this young man grew up dreaming of playing at Tennessee, as I'm sure his brothers did. But but he he was good enough to do that. And I'm wondering what what made him uh, different in a way. From his brothers, is he just a bigger, physical, more phys- you know, or, or you know, quicker prospect? What, what's made the difference there? Yeah, the, those his older brothers are, are twins, uh, Jack and Austin, and they are they're, so they're sophomores at Harvard now, I believe. Um, 
Austin was a, was a pretty well-regarded offensive line prospect at one point. Uh, and, and, you know, his, his stock sort of, uh, you know, di- didn't quite rise to the level that we thought it might at one point, but looked like he had a chance to, to certainly be a power five type of player maybe at one point. And then, uh, you know, I think he even still could have played at the division one level somewhere for sure. Uh, but just to decide to go to Harvard uh, over, you know, play in the Ivy league over some of those opportunities. And, uh, and, and, you know, with Carson, I think the big difference is just different body type, not at least not yet, not quite as, as, uh, as well built as those guys, just with the, the broad shoulders and everything. Uh, and then on top of that, just the, the athleticism, like you said, he's just, uh, he's just a leaner guy, not really an ounce of fat on him. Uh, I mean, just a, just a, a lean kid who happens to be 240 pounds already and, uh, you know, could probably get a lot bigger if he wanted to and, and, and maybe be an offensive lineman, but I don't, I don't think that's in his future. And I don't think that's, uh, the way he's built either, but just a, just a good athlete and you know, has played linebacker a lot in high school. That's what he did a lot last year. Um, you know, sort of did some, some rushing off the edge in that position a year ago, but you know, he's, he's clearly going to project as a defensive lineman now. And I think that's what, what helped Tennessee with, with seeing him at camp last month is seeing that he had added the necessary weight for it to make it a lot, to make it a lot easier to envision him being, okay, this is, this is a guy who's probably going to play strong side defensive end in college. He's probably going to be two, 260, 270 by the time he's finished growing to, to already be 241 or somewhere in that range going into his junior year of high school. Clearly this is a well-built kid who, who's going to be 260 plus and a good athlete at that size. And they, you know, they, they like the way he bends, like, like his speed off the edge. Um, there, there's a lot to like about his game and, and just on the current trajectory he's on. Um, sounds like this is a guy talking with Ralph Potter, his coach at Macaulay, um, that he, he really thinks he's on an upward trajectory that he could still get quite a bit better uh, than, than where he is right now. And that's not to say he's not already a good player uh, because he made it clear he was one of really one of Macaulay's best defensive players last year as a sophomore. So this is a, this is a nice pickup and, and, uh, and a guy that I think still has a chance to, you know, he, he's got that early three-star rating, but currently one of the top 10 players in the state and in, in the 2024 class. And I think has a chance to, to continue to improve his stock going into his junior year. Yeah, and certainly a young man to, to keep watching. And now Tennessee fans will certainly continue watching because he is committed to the Vols and he has jumped in uh, to this class, one of the first uh, guys in this class to go ahead and do that. Uh, he's joining a, uh, it's a, it's a pretty small list at this point of the 2024 guys. And, and as you said, Ryan, maybe he wasn't uh, necessarily banking on getting that, that early offer and going ahead and committing early, but, um, you know, he went ahead and did it. When you know where you want to go, you know where you want to go. And this young man from the jump has known where he wanted to go, and that was Tennessee. So lots more to discuss. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say one, one thing on that. You know, he got – so he got the offer more than a year ago and, and you know, wasn't looking to, to jump in early. You know, I, I spoke with him after the camp he went to last month, and he was – at that time he was, he was already kind of saying like, hey – yeah, I probably want to wait till at least next summer. You know, he said maybe even closer to you know signing day next year. And then you never know how those things can change. But he clearly had the mindset that I'm going to let this play out longer. You know, he had just gotten an offer from Stanford back in May, and that was a that was an offer that both of his brothers coveted. So really, in the end, you know, if there was a runner up for for Carson Gentle, it was probably Stanford, uh, even though he hasn't gotten to go out there and visit yet. But I think that offer certainly hinted that you know, and you mentioned Kentucky, Ole Miss have offered. Virginia Tech. He's got some other solid offers where I think you had reason to think that some other other Power Five programs were going to jump in there this fall. But um, you know, again, that's that's a good thing for Tennessee, probably that he didn't have to 
wait around and, and see who else jumped in and, and some of those other schools that may have enticed him. Um, you know, that they, they don't get to complicate things. You go ahead and get a guy like this without any drama and, you know, maybe those offers still come, but he just knew where he wanted to be. And I think to, just the idea of an early commitment hadn't really crossed his mind until Tennessee kind of floated that idea to him, or at least made it clear that, Hey, we would, we want you in this class and we can make that happen anytime you want. And I, I kind of got the wheels turning in his mind. And he's, he's like, you know what? I, I hadn't really thought about it, but maybe, maybe I should commit early. There's really no reason if I want to be here. Right. And so just kind of went, went forward with it. And that's, you know, it's a good way for it to happen. You know, no pressure, not, not because he's not got any other interest. It just, just felt like it was the right time and something that hadn't really crossed his mind before then. Yeah, I would definitely, if you're, if you're a young man who definitely wants to be somewhere and, and that place is, has got currently a class in the year above you that, that's on the border of the top five, it, it's not not a bad idea to go ahead and claim one of those spots while you can get one. Not, not the not the worst idea that I've ever heard. So lots more to discuss about this. Uh, this is another big day for Tennessee. Uh, getting Carson Gentle, a, a guy from from Macaulay, defensive lineman, position in need, guy they wanted, guy who wanted to be there. Uh, lots more to discuss about that. But before we do that, we're a bit overdue for a break. So let's go listen to some product services, in-house ads, etc. And then we'll be right back here on the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Hashtag ad money! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, brought to you by whatever product, services, and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago. During that commercial break, Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio, Ryan Callahan coming to you from across town there at his home daycare center, talking about uh, the newest addition to Tennessee's recruiting class, 2024 recruiting class. Vols adding Carson Gentle, a six foot three, two hundred and forty-ish pound uh, defensive lineman there from the Macaulay School or Macaulay School, I should say, down there in Chattanooga, my former stomping grounds. Uh, always a lot of big time uh, when in, uh, when there's a big time prospect in the Chattanooga area, I should say Tennessee uh, tends to get uh, certainly much more than its fair share down there. The Vols always popular down in Chattanooga, probably always will be, and they do well typically in that area. Lots more to discuss about this, what it means for uh, Tennessee's uh, class, some momentum, other things of that nature. Uh, before we do that, though, guys, just a, a quick quick request from this end. If you, if you wouldn't mind taking about a minute out of your day right now, 60, 75, 90 seconds, somewhere in there, and go ahead and rate and review and subscribe to this podcast. 
that would help us out tremendously. If you're just listening on the website, nothing wrong with that. We love you. No wrong way to consume this podcast. Really helps us out if you go in there uh, on you know Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere in the world you can cast the fine pod. You can find this very Go Vols 24-7 podcast. We do this for free, and we're happy to do it, but the one thing we ask for uh, is that. Please rate, review, uh, subscribe, and tell your friends. Uh, and if you're already doing all that, thank you. We love you. If not, uh, go f*** yourself. Ryan, when you look at – normally in the second segment of these things, we, we ask about you know numbers and other things. Tennessee's just got a couple of, uh, of additions to the 2024 class. It's entirely too early to start talking about – positional numbers we don't know what the positional needs necessarily as much will be you know 365 days from now we, we just don't different things can happen for for different reasons guys develop or, or or they don't guys go early to the pros or they don't guys leave for the portal or they don't a million things could happen no point in even going in that direction but what i do think is interesting is when you've got um a 2024 commit in state one of the best players in the state that early uh, and a kid who has has a lifelong dream frankly uh, of playing football at Tennessee uh, getting a guy like that uh, to go do some peer recruiting for you probably a good idea at that point in the game if you can get it absolutely and uh, and this is a you know a, a a kid at least in the area and connected to at least a couple players that we'll see you know see if he can help uh, in, in that regard I, I, I often say that, I, that personally, I think peer recruiting can be a bit overrated, but it certainly helps in in many cases to at least have a guy in somebody's ear. You know, it, it you want to you want to make overall not just with any particular player. You you need to make Tennessee cool again in state. It, it's become too too commonplace as we've mentioned in, in recent years for over the past six seven years, especially for for players in this state to go elsewhere, elsewhere in the SEC or to Clemson, places like that. Um, too many examples of that happening. So you want to to continue this growing trend, and they've start they've started on a good path with the 2023 class. I think landing many of the players they've wanted in the state of Tennessee, certainly compared to recent years, and to to get a guy like this early in 2024, I think certainly uh, allows you to kind of plant plant a flag in the state and and say you know we're going to keep this going, and and you see other in state players jumping in, and it, it it can develop into more of a trend if you do it that way. So. I think this certainly helps. You know, he's he's part of the the National Playmakers Academy group where he's worked with guys like Boo Carter, also in the Chattanooga area, uh, a guy that Tennessee likes quite a bit and, and offered more than a year ago as well. Um, that he looks like he's going to be one of the one of the in-state guys Tennessee really wants in that 2024 class. Uh, he mentioned uh, Carson Gentle mentioned to me Marcus Gorey, uh, an athlete from uh, from Bradley Central uh, in Chattanooga, that as a guy that he wants to uh, to, to convince to. To, to join him in Knoxville as well. He, he got an offer from Tennessee last month with a strong showing at a camp, really good looking athlete around, around six feet and ran, ran the four fours uh, at, at Tennessee's camp. So the guy that probably plays in the secondary at the next level, uh, Boo Carter, you know, a guy that could play on either side of the ball in college, I think, but those guys are both uh, certainly among Tennessee's legitimate targets, I think in 2024. And you at least have a connection there now in the Chattanooga area uh, with Carson gentle to, to go after those guys. And, and some others that, that he probably knows in the state. So uh, it's, it's a good – I think it's always good to get these guys in state to commit early whenever you can. 
And, and certainly Tennessee's off to a good start here, getting Carson Gentle along with obviously that big five-star in Jonathan Eccles. That's a, it's a nice way to start that class. And, and, and I would say really big that you get a guy like this on the defensive line because they've, we, we've talked about it before, you know, and obviously positional needs, as you said, a lot can change. We'll see how much they add to the 2023 class, what they add in the transfer portal between now and then. But I think just getting an early commitment from an in-state defensive lineman when, when it, someone like that is out there, uh, that, that's a big deal because you you need all the help you can get at that position. Tennessee's continued to look to build depth there. If there's a guy you want in state, uh, you, you need to go ahead and lock him down if you can because Tennessee's just had a lot of trouble building up the numbers at that position. So uh, getting this one out of the way, I'm sure, gives them a little more uh, a little more certainty about their future at that position, knowing that they're still kind of looking to build the numbers they want there. And, and Ryan, what about the, the that 2024 class in the Chattanooga area? It looks like there, there might be, and, and again, it's early, but it looks like there might be a few more of those Chattanooga area prospects, maybe in the top 20-ish or top 15, 20 players in the state than there have been in the past few years, or at least the kind of ones that Tennessee's going to want to want for different reasons. And I, I think it's usually – when there's a cycle where there are some players available in Chattanooga that Tennessee wants, seems like the Vols more often than not pick those off, and that really helps their class. Yeah, that's uh, you know again you know having mentioned that Boo Carter and and, and Marcus Gorey are, are going to be those types of guys. It looks like uh, you know in in this class you know they did they did miss out on on one and Bryson Sanders, the four star uh, offensive lineman from uh, from Baylor School that is uh, currently committed to Ole Miss. Um, so so you know they they don't. They don't get them all there necessarily, Correct. but they certainly have hit a, at a higher, again, a higher percentage of the, with those guys, I think, with uh, uh, the Chattanooga area than they have in other parts of the state, uh, certainly at times. So I, I think that is a, it is a good sign that, that there are a few players in that area Tennessee could, could legitimately uh, end up with or at least have a good shot at landing uh, in, in the 2024 class. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that class shapes up overall because I, I think it's a, it's a really interesting class so far. I think there are a couple guys early – that we know Tennessee's in pretty good shape with that are that are high level prospects. Edwin Spillman, mm-hmm. uh, the linebacker at Lipscomb Academy, uh, he's a top 100 player nationally right now in the 24/7 Sports composite. Very early for that class, but uh, he's man, he looks like a million bucks. If you haven't seen him in the last uh, the last nine months or so, even since the end of last season uh, when he helped Lipscomb to to a state title last year, he just uh, he he's blown up physically and you know really looks the part now. 220 pounds or so. And a good athlete at, at linebacker in the six in the six foot two range, he's gotten a lot bigger this offseason as well. And I, I think really looks like he's going to have a chance to hold on as as the top prospect in the state. We'll we'll see how that plays out over the long haul, obviously. But you've got him, Caleb Beasley, his teammate at Lipscomb, uh, a four star cornerback who's been on Tennessee's radar for a long time, had an offer from Tennessee for a while. I think think the balls are in good shape with both of those guys early. So to have. Uh, you know, to have some, some in-state momentum, I guess you could say with the, with what they've done in 2023 and now with Carson gentle on board, uh, you know, it, it's a good start to what could be a, a pretty solid in-state class, you know, and we'll find out probably more this fall about whether this will be a pretty loaded in-state class in 2024 or just a, a maybe a more solid one. But uh, to me, it looks like it might have at least a little bit better depth than what we've seen in the, in the 2023 class where Tennessee's not been uh, not been as heavily involved with some of the guys uh, that, that you see out there that I take that back. I should say there's some pretty solid depth in the 2023 class. It's just not a lot of guys that Tennessee has really wanted uh, a lot of guys who are at the power five level, but maybe just not quite at that level. Tennessee wants 
Um, so I think in, in 2024, there's at least some optimism that it might be a little bit better class in that regard, that there might be more guys Tennessee will truly end up going after. And so to get a guy like this in there early in the Chattanooga area to help with Boo Carter and those types of guys certainly helps. And, uh, and you hope that it's the beginning of a, of a trend for Tennessee in that class. And I think that's just about all I've got on this, Ryan, unless you've got anything else. I know this is a big day for Tennessee. It's, it's been another big week for Tennessee. It's when we keep saying that, hey, maybe this, this July stuff is going to slow down a little bit. Well, it's not yet. Uh, it hasn't yet, I suppose. Yeah, and the, the focus obviously remains on, on 2023 guys. You know, still some guys that could could announce decisions uh, over the next couple of weeks. Stanton Ramil, we know, we know Jakeem Jackson uh, and, uh, and Aiden Mizell, guys like that will announce decisions next week. Uh, still, still waiting to see what, what Ricky Gibson might do, the cornerback from Alabama, uh, you know, looking at, at maybe like an August 5th decision if he sticks to his current plan. So there are still some things to watch over the next couple of weeks, but th- this is a reminder, 2024 recruiting still going on too, and Tennessee will have a lot of guys on campus from the 2024 class, I think, next weekend for that recruiting event they're going to have on the 30th. Um, so this is a good lead-up to that, a, a good couple days for Tennessee, getting Nathan Leacock on, on Friday, the wide receiver from North Carolina, and then following that up with a 2024 commitment in state in Carson Gentle, um, you know, on the heels of that, <laughs> that notice of allegations uh, that Tennessee received from the NCAA on Friday, just kind of a reminder that they're, I think they are, you know, people worry about the effect of that. I think this is a reminder that, that I, I think they've done a good job of kind of putting that stuff behind them. I, I don't think that kind of thing is going to hurt them uh, really going forward. And, and this shows that their recruiting is still, you know, kind of going in the right direction right now with a top 10 class in 2023. And, continuing to build early momentum in 2024. Yeah, it does not seem like that's bothering them much at all right now, which is if you're Tennessee, that's something that you're certainly going to say regardless, but something that uh, might actually also have the benefit of being true in this case. So a big day for Tennessee, lots to discuss. We'll have much more on the side of GoVols 24-7. We'll have much more in the coming days, obviously, but unless you got anything else, Ryan, I think we're at a good place to, uh, to leave this one. Sounds good. Hope, hope everyone has a good weekend. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the time, Ryan. Absolutely. Thanks, Wes. And there's the button. And now I can say, guys, thank you for listening to this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. As always, we always say it, but we always mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24-7 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. Patrick Brown is P. Brown 24-7 on Twitter. And Grant Ramey is Grant Ramey on Twitter. If you want uh, just Tennessee news in your feed, nothing else, get that at twitter.com slash govals247. You can also go to facebook.com slash govals247 and you can get tons of stuff there throughout the day, all day, every day. But if you want that best, most delicious East Tennessee Smoky Mountain spring water directly from the tap, go get that at govals247.com. The best site on all of Al Gore's internet to get coverage of Tennessee football, football recruiting, Basketball, basketball recruiting, uh, baseball, tons of stuff going on there these days, obviously. Lady Vols coverage, where Maria Cornelius does an excellent job all year covering all things Lady Vols for us all the time. we got two forums that run around the clock 24-7, as the name suggests. we got the checkerboard and the summit, where you can go 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you can discuss anything you want that is not political or religious in nature with Tennessee fans across the world, pretty much every freaking time zone that exists we've got somebody there we got people up at different hours of the day we got all kinds any time of day anytime you go there you're going to find a bunch of people on there talking tennessee athletics talking sec stuff talking pro sports talking life advice with kids what to get spouses for their for anniversaries uh lawn maintenance oh, just you never know what people are going to be talking about on there and it'll be anything that's not political or religious in nature anything else right there 
on the board for you to discuss. And you can get all that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month after a seven-day free trial. That is all that it costs. And after you pay or get that seven-day that seven free trial, after that, you get us that, that low rate. That's one mediocre lunch per month. But you don't just get GoBoss 24-7 with that. You get access to Paramount Plus with that for free in perpetuity. You also get access to a growing behemoth of a streaming platform that has every show CBS has ever done commercial free. Tons of exclusive stuff uh, that you can only find like, you know, 1883, Picard, Evil, Star Trek, all kinds of stuff that you can only find on Paramount Plus. You got new movies. You got classic movies, old blockbuster franchises, you know, comedies, dramas, horror, everything, stuff for the kids. All of it, all of it, and stuff from the archives of, uh, of CBS, obviously, and MTV, BET, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Smithsonian, all of it, all of it, right there, something for the entire family, and live sports, SEC sports, NFL sports, uh, you got UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League, Serie A, French soccer, uh, PGA Tour, you get everything on there, and we, you get all of that, and our site, all of it, for just about a hundred bucks and change a year. One of the best deals you can possibly find. And if you don't do it, I don't know what's wrong with you. Go do that. Don't be a fool. Go do that. If nothing else, guys, you should hear from, hear from us in a few days. So until then, uh, try to be good to each other. Try to have basic human empathy for, for people out there in the world. There's not enough of that these days. There's too many a-holes. We don't need that. Be good. See you. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.